like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual, kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Opiggy here. And BDSM Summer School is now in session. Welcome to our first day of looking more in-depth at the four letters of the acronym. If you don't know what that acronym is, it is BDSM. And while we are going to take a more in-depth look at it, and that's really what our goal is, we still want to keep it accessible because we serve the educational needs of such a wide scope of people. You can find me on Facebook at the Primal Piggy, or uh, as an admin at Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape, you can find that on Facebook at WCDT BDSM. You can find a lot of all uh, our other pages and resources at www.bdsmunited.com. So we really do serve 120,000 people on our Facebook page over 1,200 people in our private group, BDSM education group. So we have a wide scope of people, and we really serve the educational needs of them. Uh, and there's people that are uh, beginners, people who are not even have not even tried BDSM, and they're really curious about the lifestyle. And uh, then there's people who have been doing it for several years. They're looking to take uh, their relationships into a deeper dimension or they're taking their kink to an, to a different level or try out some new or different things. Uh, and so we want to keep these podcasts accessible, but we're going to go a little more in depth. And so for the next several podcasts, we're going to be looking at the B in the acronym and the B stands for bondage. Um, oftentimes we come to BDSM because of the allure of the kink we might not even realize that there's much more to it than simply being tied up or restrained. There's a lot more to BDSM than just kink or sex or kinky sex. Uh, there's a lot more than just um, uh, just kinks and and whips and and floggers and paddles and uh, uh, there's a lot more than all that. There, there's you know underneath all of it is relationships, and so. Bondage is one of those things that actually has a meaning far deeper than the rope and the leather restraints. We always like to look at the pieces of our own history and draw from there. And I deliberately use the word pieces because very few along the way, very few people thought that we even needed a historian. And as with uh, much of history, it's pieced together from what we have. You know, people were doing BDSM and they didn't even realize that they were making history. They were just in it for the, for the kink, for the relationships. They were just having a good time and they didn't even know that they were making history, much less that they needed to record it for history's sake. And so, you know, uh, along the way, we, you know, we've lost our history in, in at different times. Uh, not only did people not record it, but also 
during the AIDS crisis of the 1980s, we lost a lot of people to that pandemic. And, and when they died in that pandemic, they took their history with them. Just like with today, when we've lost a lot of people with COVID and in this pandemic, uh, the people who die, they take with them the history, they take with them their experiences, they take with, with them what they know. And so um, Old Guard history is an incomplete puzzle, but we'll do our best to give you the clearest image available to us. And we draw, we're, we are into traditional BDSM and we draw from that Old Guard history we don't claim to be old guard ourselves. Really, most people today wouldn't consider themselves to be old guard. And the people back then probably didn't call themselves old guard, but uh, they were just into what they were into. But that's a title that we've given them and uh, to label that time in, in our BDSM history. And so we got to ask ourselves today, how did bondage even become included in this thing we call BDSM? Uh, if it was just about a specific kink, then how did that kink rise to the top? Why isn't it FDSM for like fisting or WDSM for water sports? Because those were both really key kinks among the gay men who formed our lifestyle. Why bondage? Why, if it's just about kink, then, you know, why did bondage uh, get added? Well, I think you're going to see here is that uh, it's not just about the kink. It's about something so much more. And the answer to that is that, that two worlds really collided to form our acronym. Um, these two groups of people, they may not have used these letters to describe themselves, but there were people that were uh, more of B and D and S&M. Uh, the people who were into bondage and discipline were those who were focused mainly on the relationships and the exchange of power. The B&D group were the foundation of our master-slave and dominant-submissive relationships. Uh, in the next several podcasts, we're going to be, uh, we're going to continue to further answer this question of why bondage? Uh, how did bondage get into uh, or why is it so important that it made the acronym for BDSM? We'll look at how it fits within relationships, and um, we won't just focus on the relationships. We'll also focus on how uh, bondage fits within kinky play. And so this was uh, just a short introduction to the B in BDSM, and we'll continue with more of it tomorrow on our next podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. I am Primal Piggy. You can find me on Facebook at The Primal Piggy, all one word, or you can find me at Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape on Facebook at WCDT BDSM. I really encourage you to listen to the archive, uh, to some of the other podcasts. Um, some of them are a lot, a, a lot longer. This, these are going to be some shorter podcasts in our BDSM summer school series when where we look at the four letters of the BDSM acronym. Thank you very much.